0: It's EV News, briefly, for Thursday, 1st of February. Everything you need to know in less than five minutes. If you haven't got time for the full show, I'll be back later. But Patreon supporters get the episodes as soon as they're ready and ad free Be like them by clicking on the link in the show notes. So, the news that everyone was waiting for from Ford CEO Jim Farley confirming that spring will be when they switch on their access to the Tesla Supercharger network with the adapter. Those adapters will be sent out to all existing... F-150 Lightning and Mach-E owners. Not sure that'll work because some people have sold their cars and bought cars used in that time. It'll be done by VIN. Shipping will be free. The adapter will be free. That's exceptional, exceptional customer service from Ford. Not everybody needs one, but you're going to get one, and you'll be able to use the Tesla Supercharger network. V3s and above. Interesting asterisk on the press release, by the way. I didn't know. We sort of knew this, but it wasn't fully confirmed by anyone, really. But Ford confirming that it's only the V3s and more. So older ones, forget about it, but still fantastic. Newcomer hi outperformed Tesla in the biannual summer and winter Norwegian test they do for real-world range. Minus 2 to minus 10 degrees Celsius were the temperatures for their most recent test, and the vehicle that went the furthest and had its least drop real-world range In cold weather, compared to its advertised range, was the Chinese car. The Hi-Fi Z, also doing well. BMW i5 and the Lotus Electra, first-time Model 3, hasn't aced that test. EVs are now 17% of the global auto market in 2023. Of course, that's driven a lot by China and Europe. Truck giants uniting for an EV charging network in the United States. Those companies that have 70% of the market, Daimler trucks, Navistar and Volvo, uh, talking heavy duty and medium duty trucking, identifying what needs to be done with charging in the US and for infrastructure to charge commercial vehicles. Citroën launched Europe's most affordable EV, not most because that's the Dacia Spring, but one of the most, 23,000 euros for an EC3, 44-kilowatt-hour battery, LFP cells, 100-kilowatt-peak charge rate. There's a cheaper version of €19,000 coming by the end of the year. Geely will take over the support of Polestar, which until now has been under the wing of Volvo, if you like. But Geely is the parent company. They're going to let Volvo do Volvo's thing, and Geely, the parent company, will take over the funding of Polestar to get that through to profitability in the next 18 months, they mentioned. And so that'll kind of get the liability, if you like, of Polestar off Volvo's books, but they're still obviously all under one one company, one parent company. Tesla's Model Y has been enhanced in China with hardware 4.0 for better efficiency and better performance. Detection range of 424 metres now, improving safety and performance. Italy unveiling a €950 million Euro boost for the EV Sector a country that perhaps has underperformed, along with Spain as well, some of the other European countries. But Stellantis is obviously the home of Fiat and Alfa Romeo, Maserati and Lancia, and the Italians should be excited about going EV. Volkswagen's ID. Four gets plug-in charge onto the Electrify America network. They say soon. I haven't got an exact date, but those Tennessee Chattanooga-made cars hopefully will be. Nice and seamless when you plug them in with plug-and-charge on those vehicles. France hit a 30% plug-in vehicle market share last month in December. The year, 2023, was a 26% share of plug-in vehicles. That's very cool. And Kempower going to be rolling out their hardware in an exclusive deal with National Car Charging. Yes, sponsor of this podcast in the Californian market. The Kempower hardware is very good, very modular, high reliability, nice and adaptable. I love the Kempower stuff. And national car charging, rolling that out in California. And that's briefly...